The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Chase Hooper showing some grit, showing some toughness. He had beautiful ground and pound, great jujitsu, and submission attempt after submission attempt. Your winner by unanimous decision, Chase Hooper. I know how good I am, and I know it's going to take everyone out there to learn how good I am. But I'm a very confident guy, and I'm where I should be. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. What's up, um, Jimmy? What's up? Buddy? Oh, my cranky today. I didn't sleep well last night, so I'll tell you, I'm a, I'm a bitch today. Oh. I drove home from Philly last night after a gig, and uh, I just couldn't sleep, man. I went to bed about 12, and I just, it was literally, I couldn't I get comfortable. I kept feeling like my head was itchy. It was one of those things where you just can't fall asleep. I could, uh... I could I could relate to you with that. Uh, I was I was near I was in um, AC on Saturday night. Oh, we had, okay. We had, we had, we, me and Longo had a few guys fighting, you know, and uh, you know um, they did they did great. Um, Dennis Bazooka did a spit with about a young kid did a spinning fucking elbow. That laid the guy out, which was beautiful. I'll probably put spinning that elbows got to really hurt. Oh my god, it was that it momentum was the with the elbow. Second landed, I was oh shit. Wait, right in the jaw, head. Uh, yeah, it was right in the fucking face. I think it was by his temple. I got to see it again. I was cage side, you know. And then, um, uh, what's Ryan's name? I didn't corner Ryan because he's new to us, but Longo did, and uh, he's a great guy. I think it's Ryan. Uh, I think it's Patrick. I hope I said it right. His last name, but uh, he's a wrestling guy. He's friends with Wyman. Good kid. This guy Ryan. Uh, I'm happy he won in a dominating fashion. And then there was uh, Charlie Campbell, who just basically got held up against the cage and and no marks on him. But he he, he got outpointed that way. But he definitely fucked up the dude's face. So if you're gonna go out, at least go out like that and learn something from it. But Jimmy, I so I had to come home. I like to leave. I like to spend Sunday with my family. Sure. You know? So I left at like six in the morning. But I didn't sleep good either, Jimmy, at all. I didn't sleep at all good. So I Was got there any to that, reason? I, I'm like, I don't know, AC. After going out to eat with the guys, and, you know, that was cool. And But then getting back to my room, and I was just like, I don't know. I either sleep or I don't when I'm on the road. You know, sometimes it takes me a day or two, and I'm only there for a night. You know? To adjust, yeah. So I got to the last rest stop, Jimmy, uh, you know, around 100. Oh, no, the next to last one. Mm-hmm. Took a fucking half an hour nap, like a crazy person i wish i could do that you don't do that in the car never i would never do it in a car but i do it in my truck does that make sense yeah like because somebody can't really they could come up to the window but they have to like peek in on their toes or else i had to like they can't <laughs> well they're not gonna be able to just like come up and 
you know, maybe fucking Son of Sammy or some shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, of course. I mean, maybe they could, but you know, that's all Michael um, Jordan's fault. That's what, yeah. yeah. So I took a half an hour. I set my alarm for, for eight thirty. So I'm like, let me just fucking because my I, dude, my father-in-law zero. He drives the fucking Florida like not an orphan. He does it like how many times a now he has a house there. He's back and forth like how to. Dude, I'm not so AC, AC. My eyes are getting tired. Dude. He'll drive to Florida, but they'll probably take it in two days, right? No, no, he pff, no, they go straight shot. Wow, do they take naps? I don't know, man. Maybe him and Uncle Tony. How long? Okay, I bet you one sleeps while one drives. Yeah, maybe I couldn't do that. Somewhere. I could never sleep while someone else was driving. I'd be too afraid really? that he was gonna get us killed. Well, I used to be able to do my, my road trips with Petrago Cell, and I used to take a nap sometimes if he was driving, but I don't do that anymore. No, no. I don't trust Drago's driving. I don't blame you. You know, he seems like the type who would get angry very fast. Well, he's the type to be like, "Oh, that was it was the big truck's fault that it got oh. in front of us." I don't know, and we'd be dead. Okay. So I don't like to let him drive. I don't trust him with you don't driving. Trust his driving. No, you know. But I'll tell you right now, my, my wife is very nervous when I drive, and Why? it makes it. And we get into fights, and we get. She's like, "You're getting very close to the side. You're getting." Very, and I'm not hitting anything, but you know, does she backseat drive? Oh, 100% in the front seat. Oh, it's the worst. No <laughs> one likes a backseat driver. It's annoying, you know? And I, then, or else I'd let her drive, but then she gets a little road rage. So now I'm like, all right, my wife, the sweetest thing ever, uh, uh, she, she gets nasty behind the, oh, that person's an asshole. Like, whoa, you know? Are you worried she's going to get maybe, into a fight? Maybe that person just, well, I'm not nervous, but I'm like, yo, I'm telling you right now, you're barking at the thing. You know, she'll be like, I'll kick his ass. But will you really, would you really kick his ass? No. And you'd scar our children anyway, so stop it. Right. Anyway, because then no. you'd have to get out of the car. <laughs> well, yeah, man. I don't want to have to smack anybody around. I Would you try to shit. defuse the situation calmly first? Ah, <sighs> yeah. If you thought you could defuse I, it, I would definitely try that. You know, I mean, but I, you know, I probably point to them and then point to my head like she's crazy. Come on, come on. <laughs> you know, women driving. No, I'm only kidding. I'd be like, yo, listen, it's just too much. Like, uh, you don't need that. I don't like. I just like to be like, look. Sometimes you so you know you could pull out in front of somebody. It doesn't mean the person's a fucking asshole. But, I mean, maybe they are. Maybe maybe they just made the wrong call. That's right. You know what I mean. <laughs> but we're going to make several calls today. What a segue! Excellent segue. Thank we you, have, Jimmy. Uh, I'm learning from the best. A very young uh, featherweight, Chase Hooper. I didn't realize that he had no UFC fights. I know he was on the Contender series. That's a big card. They must really like this kid because that's a very, very big card. They could put anybody they want on it, and they're putting him on the uh, on the prelim. So they must have faith fighting uh, Daniel Tamor. So they must have complete faith in him. Uh, that he that he's uh, the real deal, Jimmy. I just said real deal. I should be smacked. You should hit me once in a while. Just open hand slap my face when I say things like the real deal. Like Evander Holyfield was he the real deal? He was. Yes. Hmm. Good call. I would have forgotten that. Well, not many people. You know, I mean, people our age remember. They know? do. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I've interviewed interviewed Holyfield. He's a lovely man. I don't think he'll remember me. You know what is the. Re- Oh, no, maybe he will. He'll remember me but because I was the foul-mouthed fucking New Yorker who's cursing. In front. I got I got specific instructions not to curse in front of the, the gentleman. And then that, that time on Dana White looking for a fight, the very first pilot episode, that that um, that announcer guy was such a douchebag. Oh, was, yeah. So then I ended up just cursing the guy out. And then I, I felt I felt bad because, you know, he's a nice guy, Evander Holyfield. He's a very nice guy. But ah, we're all grown-ups. Yeah, I mean, come on. He fought Tyson. I mean, you know, he can handle your dirty little potty mouth. Uh, we, are we getting Chase on the... Uh... Hey, Chase. How are you, man? 
What's up, Chase? Good. Welcome to the uh, show. Where are you now? Uh, I'm in my house, just uh, hanging out in my bed. I just woke up like an hour ago. So. Oh, what part of the country? Uh, Seattle. Oh, West Coast. Okay, cool. If you were on the East Coast, I'm surprised. So you're in camp now? Yep. And what time will you get started? Uh, I'm going to probably go lift at like 10. Uh, or, yeah, like 11. I don't know. We'll see. An hour or two. I start my day slow. You do, right? Uh, and you're a young guy, too. Obviously, that's the, the people are saying, like, uh, you were the youngest guy to ever sign the uh, the UFC contract. Is that correct? I feel like that's pretty, like... That's pretty sketchy. I'm pretty sure like Vitor was like 18 or 19. Oh, there you go. You know oh! what? I'll tell you what. We It's on our prep sheet incorrectly. Uh, Matt Sarah recognized that because Matt is a, 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 a an MMA genius. Thank and then kid. we checked we checked online though and it did back our guys up. Uh, so yeah. you, I'm going to trust you and Matt more than Wikipedia. Well, I like that this kid has knowledge like that. Yeah. Now, now, Chase, you grew up being... being wait, so you're 19 or 20 now. What are you? He's 20. You're 20. Uh, 20. All right. Why did I answer so, when you asked him? I'm sorry, Chase. He's right there, and I answered for him. So to make up for my earlier fuck so, up, you know, I'm an you, idiot. You grew up. Did you grow up watching mixed martial arts? How old were you when you started watching? And then how old were you when you started training? Uh, I probably started watching about the same time I started training. So like probably like eight years old. Um, so it was the fights from probably around like 2007, 2008, that type of. Like time frame, like uh, Forrest Griffin when he was kind of in his prime gotcha. in the UFC. Well, and uh, what did you start with? Just everything or a specific art? Uh, I started with jiu-jitsu. I feel like that definitely shows in a lot of my fights. Nice. Um, well, who's your instructor and, and where did you train? Uh, I'm at a combat sport and fitness here in uh, Enumclaw, Washington. Um, probably don't Google Enumclaw. Huh? Well, you yeah. remember uh, the Mr. Hands stuff? That was actually... Oh, my know. God. By the way, okay. What here, the I fuck should, is Mr. Hands? His name was Kenneth Pinion. He was a Boeing engineer, and there was a horse involved. It was an ugly death, Matt. <laughs> oh! Yeah. Okay. Is that where yeah. the farm was, where you where you live? Is that where the farm was, where he was from? Yeah, yeah. Wait a second. It, oh, it happened where you are. Oh, is awesome. This what I'm, is this what I'm thinking about? Probably, like, this, yeah. That most people probably would would not watch, and what other people might earmuffs kid it, masturbate to. No, I was something. I, I didn't. Enjoy, I thought it was funny. It, it was. It was the only thing I saw a worse horse scene than The Godfather was this. <laughs> yeah, it was really a horrifying. Uh, wow, and you're from that town. So, all right, um, do you know where that place is? Like, did you pass by that in your life and go like, oh, that's the place? You got to change the rep of this place. Vaguely, uh, that's more like the thing you find out about in middle school. Uh, I vaguely know the area, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a big story in the town. It is, um, right? Classic. Now, yeah. now listen, uh, this has nothing to do with anything, but he just said middle school. Now, I want to see if it's my age. Uh, Chase, do you have, does anybody ever say junior high anymore or no? Not the people my age. It's definitely, uh, they switched it. It's middle school, I'm right? I'm an old motherfucker. My kids, who are young, <laughs> they're 10 and 8 and, and 6, but my 10-year-old, they're like, oh, dad, you're... It's not junior high, it's middle school. You sound so old. I go, hey, well, listen, relax. I thought it's junior not, high school, too, but mi middle school as well. But, I mean, all right, anyway, back to Chase. All right, so what, what got you into <laughs> it at such a young age? Did you just want to do it, or had you had a fight, or did you get picked on, or what, what made you want to train? Uh, I don't know. I was just, like, the quiet kid in the corner, and, like, uh, I don't know, like, being able to beat people up sounded cool as a little kid, yeah. and... Uh, 
I thought I was gonna go in and do some like karate type of shit, but it uh, it was jiu-jitsu, so it was you know a lot different than I thought, but it was a good time. Um, I just started off doing it and enjoying it, and then uh, I don't know, I just kept showing up. I'm uh, pretty into my routine, so uh, doing something five or six days a week isn't a big deal for me. And you're uh, eight o and one. What was the one? What happened with that? It was my first fight on my developmental deal. Um, I'll take most of that. Um, definitely part, part of it was, like, I think the judging. I feel that I won the fight, but not super decisively. I was, um, mm-hmm. it was right after Contender, um, where my striking obviously didn't look that great. So I was trying to, um, I think I was focusing too much on the striking and not kind of what got me to the game, which was all my grappling stuff. Um, so it's pretty much 15 minutes of me striking and not using jujitsu at all. What made you, could we, we, you know, Cormier has said that he, against Stipe made the mistake of, he was just striking because he liked the idea of possibly knocking him out. Was that, would you, did you get caught up in that kind of a feeling? Like you just liked the idea of standing there punching? Was there a reason for it? It was definitely something like that. Um, like... I was kind of um, like working my game on a lot of my training partners and stuff at the time. And I was like, okay, I think I can do pretty well with this. But uh, yeah, I definitely didn't have the number of setups or anything like I do now. And uh, my wrestling wasn't where it is. And uh, yeah, I was too focused on the striking and not taking into account the jiu-jitsu. Right, right, right. Uh, and now this is this is your first fight in the UFC. I'm making sure all the prep is correct. Now this is your first fight, and it's on probably the biggest card of the year. Uh, Masvidal uh, Diaz was a huge card too. But this is, I mean, these are championship. I think it's three championship fights on this card. Um, how does it feel to the UFC? Obviously, has a lot of faith in you because they can pick and choose whoever they want on these type of cards, and uh, they must think that you have something really great. Yeah, it's cool. Um... I don't know. It's weird because, like, it seems like my life is still pretty much the same. But then, like, you know, do stuff like this where I can, like, embarrass myself on the international level is, like, (laughs) pretty wild, you know? Instead of just, like, doing my daily routine, it's now getting to do stuff like this. It's super cool. What do you think about the rest of the division? I mean, that that is an – like, when you're you're fighting – you're fighting good guys, obviously, but now you're coming into uh, to a division that has Max Holloway, Volkanovski. You know, I, I mean, if fucking Jose Aldo. I mean, I mean, it, it's got to be uh, somewhat uh, jarring to now. Now these are the guys you're going to have to deal with. For sure, it's uh, it's crazy to go from like the like the high level pro, I guess right before like the UFC level, like you can fight anybody from anywhere like around the country and not even know who they are. But now it's like, oh, I've seen that dude on pay-per-views before. Like he's one of the top uh, like 145ers in the world. And uh, it's crazy. Um, I think we'll see how long I can stay at 45 weight wise because I think puberty is starting to set in. But um <laughs> Yeah, I think my length is going to be hard to deal with for a lot of guys. As long as I like music, right? Uh, what's your reach? 74, 76, somewhere so around there. Is that, is that uh, you got a little bit more on, on most guys? You have reach on most guys in the division? 
Yeah, from uh, from what I've seen, most of the guys tend to be shorter. I'm probably like six one. I tell people six two. Though. Wow, they said seventy five and a half reach. You have a longer reach than you thought. That's that's pretty decent. That that's a. You know, that, that's a big advantage, man. I mean, guys that can't close the distance well, that inch and a half, I mean, that can make a huge difference. Are you thinking of going up to 155? You're talking about the weight. Off the like super jacked before then, but uh, we'll see. I, uh, I've i talked to some of the UFC 55ers, and they're just massive. Like, uh, I've trained with Mike Chiesa before, and he's just fucking, like, he's a tank. Yeah. And he's also he's now like, at 170. Yeah, he, he moved yeah. up, though, yeah. So a lot of guys can't, like, hang in there too long if they're like those monsters it starts to affect them uh listen this might be the worst question ever but it's not even mine it was on the prep street uh, Pepsi, the, pep, the, what pep, the, the prep street so yeah it's pep street yes pep, pep the street. place where you live when you take that medication your nickname was the teenage dream and now it's simply the dream how did you this how did that decision get made i'm gonna assume because you're not a teenager anymore for sure and, all right uh, yeah, like I'm not trying to be like some creepy dude walking around in a trench coat like to my bike. <laughs> That's what I thought. Like, because when I, the a teenage dream, it might be like one of those things where girls could be like, oh, he's in the little pop magazine or whatever it is. Right, 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 right. Like a boy banding. But then as he gets older, that nickname would have to fucking go. It's better you, yeah. hey, better you pull the ripcord now. The dream is better. You know, you know, it would get creepy. By the time you're 30, you'd be like, all right, listen. What the fuck's going on here? Good job, kid. <laughs> I know. Listen, as a ninth, a twenty-year-old kid, what now? What's your pastime besides training and, and becoming an assassin in the cage? What are you doing? What are you? You, you playing video games? Are you? Uh, I know those are for real kids, but uh, I'm not gonna lie to you. Listen, Chase, I'm, I'm big into virtual reality. But listen, sure. what do you do to pass the time? Yeah, I'm big into video games and just uh, I don't know. I'm pretty lazy, like outside of the gym i just kind of get home and want to just hang out uh i like binge eating that's a, that's a pass <laughs> on mine. um it's hard when i have to start cutting weight but uh yeah eating food in different places and playing video games are probably the top two only because jimmy I, th I think you were going to follow up with what system does he use unless you want me to ask that i would prefer you ask <laughs> okay what con console do you use uh, xbox right now, playstation what is it? And uh, I just invested in a Nintendo Switch for all the traveling and all that. Oh, that's a, that's a very, that's a smart investment. I was going to ask you, you said you like to binge eat, which I always like when I hear a fighter say that because I like to do it, but I don't fight. So it's understandable when I'm sitting there, but like a guy who has to cut weight, what's the food that's hard for you to stay away from? I'm a big fan of like, like uh, a lot more like candy. I like the peanut M&Ms or like those Cadbury eggs and stuff that they have for like Christmas and like uh, Easter now. Yeah. Those things fucking rule. Peanut M&M's. I'll shove those into my fat face until I'm like in a fuck until I'm nauseous. Yeah. So I have to stop eating. Yeah. But at least he's going to work it off in the gym. I'm not. You don't like Cadbury eggs? I like a Cadbury egg, but I don't have them very often. No. Mm. Occasionally I'll have a Cadbury egg, but not yeah, often. I mean. Perhaps next week. I don't know. Um, so your family now, is your family, two questions for you too. Because you're a yeah. young guy, at what age did you go, hey man, this is more than a hobby. I could do this and probably make money doing it, or this is where I want my life to go? Uh, I think I kind of more thought about it at, like, when I was 16, I uh, flew down to California, and I did um, the IBJJF uh, Pan Americans for Jiu-Jitsu, and uh, I won my division, and I got second in the open weight, so I was like, all right, I guess I'm not, you know, I'm not terrible at this Jiu-Jitsu thing. Like, I want to see how the fighting goes and kind of... Um, 
see if I can get to the UFC. Like, uh, my coach was in the UFC. He had a couple fights. And uh, that was kind of my ultimate goal when I started to realize that I was pretty decent at it. Your coach had a couple of fights in the UFC. What's his name again? I'm sorry. Uh, my coach's name, uh, Jeff Hoagland. He oh, fought, okay. I think, on like the first uh, China card, which was terrible. <laughs> which was terrible. <laughs> was it a bad card? <laughs> he got, uh, I think he said he got like the beginning stages of SARS, like on the flight there. Oh, really? He got sick? Yeah. He got all fucked up. Oh, okay. He still went out there and fought, though. How does your family feel about it? Because families are always weird with decisions that people make. Are they encouraging or are they trying to just think that hope is a phase you go through? Yeah, they're pretty down with it. Uh, I guess, like, I have to respect the fact that they don't like watching me fight. Sure. They don't like watching me get beat up. But, uh, you know, it's not that bad for me in there. So I'll just keep doing it. Yeah, I mean, look, as long as you're enjoying it. And uh, I'm sure you're thinking a lot about your first walk out uh, have you have you thought about that a lot and uh, how do you feel about it do you feel very confident are you a little nervous i feel like genuinely excited um for so much of my career well all of it up to now has been trying to get to the ufc and now that i'm able to like make the walk and all that on one of the biggest cards of the year um it's just kind of like now i have to show that i can like hang with all of these like top level athletes and, uh, yeah, I'm super excited to show off my jiu-jitsu and my striking and all that. Just kind of my whole fight game. And I'm, uh, it's a really good opponent for my style, and I'm looking forward to it for sure. Well, that's great, man. Look, Chase, uh, you know, we, we, we watched your, uh, one of your fights, uh, and they gave you a chat. I was surprised. That you, you won the fight. You absolutely won the fight. Were you surprised? I think, did, did the announcers say you deserved a 10-8 round, or had they given you a 10-8 round for, I think it was the second round? Uh, was that on Contender? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I think somebody was saying backstage after that fight that it was like one of the only times where the first round was a ten eight, and then the for one guy, and then the second was a ten eight for the other guy. Oh, I didn't realize it was they actually scored at a ten eight. Okay, wow. And uh, well, you won so. the fight, so uh, I guess I guess you won. I'm, I'm going to guess it was a twenty uh, twenty seven twenty eight twenty eight twenty seven. Am I correct, or is it twenty nine twenty eight? One of the two. When you get two, oh I'm not God. sure, Jimmy. But I, I'm looking at him and I'm thinking of um, the new movie with the fucking, what's that zombie movie with yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. Jesse, what's his name? Eisenberg. Eisenberg. Yes! Look at him! The Social Network guy that's who's a bad him. guesser. Yes, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you mean, but First I was just guessing made, the wrong but movie. what is that movie with the zombies and Woody Harrison? Woody Harrelson. That guy too. Woody Harrison. I don't know. You don't know? No. It, what's the name of it? Zombieland. Zombieland! Zombieland 2 came out. So tell me, what is that premiering? No, I'm only kidding. He looks like the kid. He though. does look like Jesse. Eisenberg. Maybe that could be I your... actually saw that. I saw that movie last week. Was it good? It was actually pretty good. It was better than I expected. Ah. Did you see? All right, now I'll just start asking you for movies because I've been very hesitant to see because I love The Shining, uh, Doctor Sleep, which is apparently a Stephen King story as well. Did you see that? No, I almost saw it last night, but there was like no show times on a Sunday night for some reason at like nine o'clock. I kind of want to see that. Enough of that depressing shit. You got the Disney Plus? Do you ever hear about the Mandalorian? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw the first one. What'd you think? Oof. Good. Gonna, he didn't like it. Good for you. No, 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 no. I'm let's, happy. Let's, Good for you, Chase. Like, Don't make him influence you. You didn't let, like it. Let's hear him out. All right, the kid he wants it stunk. Talk. What did you think of the Mandalorian, Chase? I think it was kind of like the first, uh, like how they rebooted the last trilogy. Like the first movie is just like 90% nostalgia. You know, okay. they're definitely playing on that. 
And uh, like the Baby Yoda was probably like the best part. Oh, you just spoiled a lot of shit, it. but it's already been out. No, it's already been out. A Baby Yoda. Now, let me ask you. So awesome. I like the first couple of Star Wars films. I'm an older man. I saw it in the theater. But I'm a little sick of George Lucas and his dumb well, fucking puppets. He's well, yeah, really bugging well, me with his well, cute puppets. Let's talk about John Favreau, because John Favreau is pretty much... The man to thank for all this. He started with Iron Man back in the day. Hold on. Is Baby Yoda a cute puppet or does it at least look like something interesting? He's so awesome. He's such a cute first of all. Of course he is. Everybody. Good. Oh, maybe it is CGI. But is it like an adorable kid's toy looking thing? Well, yeah. You could definitely make him a kid's toy. But, hey. Uh, They could definitely sell that. Chase. Chase. The first episode, I enjoyed it. It, But you can see a lot of that in the uh, trailers. The second episode, fun as heck. The third episode, Chase. Holy shit. Straight up space John Wick slash Batman. Chase is not impressed with this show. I think he does not like Mandalorian. He's just being nice. He doesn't love it. Let's let him go and concentrate on his fight. But listen to me. It's fun talking to you, man. Um, I'm sorry. Watch the other two episodes, though. Don't be a Debbie Downer. Watch it. It's good. Don't waste your time. Go to The Sopranos, The Wire. They hold up. Don't none of this Star Wars nonsense. You too. You too. You too good for that. All right. Listen, man. Uh, good luck on the fight against Daniel Taymor. You're fighting on 145. It's uh, or 245. Jesus. Uh, that is such a huge card. And uh, you, you know, I'm happy for you that you're on it, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you. Thanks, Chase. Hey, thanks. I appreciate you guys uh, having me on. Yeah, thanks. I'm sure you'll be back. Uh, we'll talk to you after the fight. Yeah, definitely. All right, good luck, buddy. Take care, bro. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Chase Hooper. Nice kid, Yeah, man. nice guy. You can't really even nice celebrate kid. with a drink. So young. No, but, you know? Uh, you know, yeah, he does seem to have an appreciation for the history and the fighters. Jimmy. By the way, this coffee is horrendous. Can I have a, a espresso like that? Not to be picky, and not but the, it's like drinking weak, not the, not weak coffee pick. is the worst. It's like a weak hey, erection. Antonio, while you're in there, uh, can I get a Diet Coke? Thanks, Antonio. I need it. If, if, if it's open, I'm not drinking it. I'm so happy Chase him. did not like The Mandalorian. Well, no. He was trying no, to be polite because no, he's a nice guy. I think he was just trying to say that's a little nostalgic and that's a good thing. Yeah, he's like a it bunch is, of old dude, fools, but last, I like holy it. Holy fuck. That last third episode. That third episode. Is Bill Burr in it yet? Oh, no, listen. I only want to watch like for Bill shit Burr. On your, shit on your friend's, friend's dream. But I love Bill. Me. I'm only going to watch for Bill. Next, I, I believe the fourth episode, I'm pretty sure, is that's when Gina Carano uh, makes her entrance. You know, and I'm excited about that because she's a real, uh, a nice person and a badass. And uh, I want my kids uh, watching her and saying, look, Gina Carano could be a, a space superhero. So can I. You want them to be inspired by her. 
inspired, Jimmy. The Mandalorian, what a fun show. Can we get? Oh, uh, it's my favorite show now. Now the Vikings is not on yet. Can we get Corey on uh, maybe a little early? Is that possible? We can give him a shot. Uh, I like Corey a lot. I'm guessing he's out there in Denver. Jimmy, why yes, would why would my wife book us uh, to travel on the busiest traveling day? Of well, I'll be honest, year? because everyone travels on the Wednesday. It's very normal. Your wife is not wrong, and she probably didn't realize that uh, they would be doing a podcast. Got a flight at nine o'clock. What time do you think I should get to the nine p.m.? Yeah. I would leave early for that one. Six thirty. How far do you live from JFK? Eh, not that far. Oh, you're on Long Island, so yeah, I like the half an hour. I would get get there early because it is a fucking madhouse oh. on Thanksgiving Eve. Is a madhouse. Why did she do this to she me? She didn't man? know. She's a nice person. She knows you probably have a podcast to do. Well, no one else the, in the country is, the is working. She goes because you had to do the show. I go listen. What do you think's paying for this fucking Disney Wonderland? Are you guys the going fuck? to Disney for Thanksgiving? What do you think's playing for it? Your 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 smiles and and your kickboxing match. I'm proud of you, but no. It's not. It is a huge. Um, it's a huge uh, day to go. Uh, so I, I would suggest just the traffic to the airport. Now, are you guys taking a car or are you parking there? No, nah, we're doing a duty Uber. Uh, that's the smart way. Although getting the Uber back on Sunday. Oh, you're gone Sunday. You're not going to be here. I'm going to tell them. Let's just leave super fucking early, man. Always leave early, dude. You know what I mean. That's my job is to help Matt get to his destination. I will be traveling on Wednesday. But I'm doing some driving. We'll just hang out at the airport. Screw it. it be, dude, better off hanging out at the airport than a two-hour security line. I'm not saying that to scare you, but that 9 p.m. on the Wednesday. That's got to be the, probably the worst time. It's like possible. saying, you know what? Hey, it's New Year's Eve, 5 o'clock Friday. Let's drive into Manhattan for a meal. Why, is it that bad, Jimmy, you think? It's going to be that bad? Yeah, because everyone else works or they get off Fuck. or they fly and, and you go to Florida. That's where I'm going. That's fucking bad. That's fucking, that should be a boo right there. Flying JetBlue? I don't know. I got to see. My wife books everything. You're Matt Sarah, though. You guys should be able to cut the line at least. No, that, what? Who the, nobody gives a fuck. I do. Only you give a fuck, Jimmy. I think Matt Sarah should be able to get on the line first. What's, I'd love Matt to be on the plane with me. Safety and security built in. I am, I am, thank you, Jimmy. You're very welcome. Thank you. By the way, Mark Hunt, who I love, I know that he's had some. What's up? He lost his uh, lawsuit with the UFC over the Brock Lesnar fight, and he's very bitter about it. He's pissed. But um, I'll always love Mark Hunt, okay. uh, regardless of what's happening with him in the UFC. I just, I just enjoy him and his stocky legs and his fucking tree trunk kicks. I just enjoy a good Mark Hunt, Hunt knockout punch. There's nothing that makes me happier than watching those giant fucking fists. And he's known for doing the, um, the walk-off. Yes. Before they're, even, they're going down, he just knows they're not getting up. Uh, by the way, Luke Rockhold, I respect, you know, Luke has uh, said his passion for fighting yeah. is no longer there. He just... Oh, shit, really? He's, uh, he's retiring for a while, or he's stepping away after yeah. the uh, Blahovich fight in July. They've been wondering, he said, I don't have the hunger or the passion that I used to have for fighting, so I'm going to take a break, take a long break. Uh, how old is he? Is he 35, 36? I'm going to say that's probably going to be it for Luke, but maybe he doesn't want to... Uh, he's fighting a grappling match. In uh, November the 30th, but he says a return to the UFC is not imminent. Uh, yeah, he's 35. He's probably... Hey. I, I respect the fact that he said, I don't feel it, you know, because uh, that's what you have to do as opposed to fighting and winding up getting really hurt. Um, so I, I like Luke a lot, and I, I hope whatever he does, he's happy. 
Hey, man. Oh, he doesn't feel, I'm not feeling bad for him. All he does, he's, a, he's a model who bangs famous singers. His life is better than mine. Yeah, I wouldn't feel too bad for that guy. No, I'd like to be Luke Rockhold walking yeah. away like, ah, you know, I got now all this extra time on my hand to have sex with girls. Yeah, well. Good I'd for like, Luke. I would never do the third person thing, but I'd, love to, I'd like to be Matt Sarah. I love being me. I don't blame you. It seems like it's fun to I be I have a you. fun life, Jimmy. Well, you have to look at me blinking and twitching, so it's not great being you. You make my life better, Jimmy. Thank you, Matt. If this show ended tomorrow, I'd be showing up at the Comedy Cellar. You should show up anyway. Ah, Come down, hang out. Come, have, we'll have a meal. Uh, Come okay. on, Jim and Sam. Well, I'd, I'd love to even open invitation. I, you know what? You've often said that. Anytime. I always forget to ask, but we, Sam loves you. We want to have you back in. It's my morning radio show. Sit. We want to have Matt Sarah on. But Sam doesn't treat me like the other woman. No, not at all. Sam is uh, comfortable with our relationship. It's kind of weird. Well, yeah, Sam's a no, weird, it's weird guy. I'd say that. I'm weird. No, I know what you mean, though, but Sam is a radio guy. Does he look at you as a competition? <laughs> you know why? Because I'm not a threat. I'm not fucking getting radio, Jimmy. It's amazing I got this gig. <laughs> John Jones Reyes, uh, Chukagan oh, Shevchenko, RDA Kiesa. Oh, RDA. Not official. RDA Kiesa. What is that? I don't know. Oh, well, you got me excited. Not for official. Nothing. Not official. It's rumored for January in Raleigh. Wow. And Jones is heavily favored. Uh, wow, five fifty. I don't know if I would favor as much as John is such a great, great fighter. Uh, and Reyes again. I I would say I, I thought that Uzdemir won that fight. It was very close. It was not a robbery, but I mean he can be beaten, Reyes. And you know, uh, and Jones is a great fighter. He's smart, but I don't know if I favor anybody that heavily against Reyes because he's looked well, very good. And also, I want to see Thiago Santos. Also, oh, sorry. Okay, to his. <laughs> I know you do. That's all I want to rematch to, to back up Dom a little bit when he was fighting. Who did you just who who did you just say he lost to Vulcan? I thought that Vulcan won that fight. It was a decision. It was uh, yeah, very close. No, no, but to uh, Dominic's, um, on his behalf, I think that uh, he didn't expect him to grapple. I mean, I know you got to worry about everything, but I think he probably expected him to try to strike. And then he started mixing in the takedowns. And yeah. I don't know. I mean, I mean Jones, he's going to have to know, all right, this guy's looking to put me down. And Jones can do anything. Jones can, because of his reach, I mean, the fucking elbows are just awful. They're, like, they're literally like punches yeah. against the cage. He's dangerous. On the ground, he's dangerous. That fucking oblique kick is a nightmare. Like, he's a nightmare to yeah. fight because he does everything really well. So, again, if Reyes is worried about being taken down by Uzdemir, and, and Jones is going to be a, you know, a horror show for him. Well, listen, man. I want to see what happens. I mean, he got back up with Weidman, and uh, unfortunately, I'm yeah. sorry. Well, listen, I was in the corner. Yeah, I love Chris, yeah. I love Chris. I'm so ha listen. I'm so happy to be with the team this weekend. Though we yeah. have such a good time, you know. We have How's Chris doing? Jimmy. How's his head? He's doing good, good, man. He's doing really good. He seems great. You know, he's good spirits and. You know what's so know. amazing about John too, or a guy like John, is the fact that he's been the guy that Excuse everybody me. has been looking to beat. Obviously, he had his trouble when he was out, but he's the guy who everybody wants and literally just nobody can beat him. And every time that somebody thinks they figure him out, he'll win by decision or he'll fucking, uh, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll tap you. He's just, he wins in every way. I'm saying nothing original there, but what no. else am I going to say? What's up with John Jones? What am I going to say? He hits good. We got it. Jimmy. Yes, Matt. I'm going to have to, I'm, I'm tapping out and I'm jumping in a fucking, uh, a fucking motorized car or something at Disney. I can't walk. What am I going to do? I was being very proud and going, ah, I'll just, 
I'm gonna. I'll just walk slow, but not, dude. Well, why should you? You look. You're. You're. It's I mean, a what legit am I, less injury. Of a man, because I can't walk. I mean, I'll still fuck somebody up. Of course you will. I'll get out of that wheelchair. I can't be in a wheelchair. No, that's what that but is. you got. You just trying to fix have, your legs. They have a, I know. Yeah. You, well, we got to get the surgery. Did you go to Dana's doctor uh, yet? No, nah, I got to hit up Dana and ask him. Yeah, I, why I, don't I you? You know what it is? I'm so goddamn busy, man. And it doesn't bother me when I'm not walking, but walking's a big thing. Well, well, I'm, I'm, not Disney, right sure. I'm, not, I'm not in pain, you know, but like, I'm also a muscle relaxer. That's why you're so relaxed today. Well, Jimmy, I like to have a good time. I know you And do. is it going to be bad if I'm like going around on a motorized cart or no, something? No, it's not because you're old. It's because you hurt your fucking knee. You cannot stop rolling. I know that's not good for it, regardless of what anybody tells you. Well, I'm rolling. You're going to get yeah. it fixed. You got to get your knee fixed. It's 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 a it's a combat injury. It happens. I rolled for fifty minutes the other night with Zico and my buddy Tess. Yeah, you're fighting. So much fun. It, it is fun, but it's not my. I tell you right, I didn't even use a knee pad. It didn't hurt. It just went out the walking, Jimmy. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, audience. You have to deal with this, but the, the walking. Don't be sorry. I got arthritis. It sounds old. Well, arthritis is sounds old. But uh, what am I gonna do? You know what I mean. Usually, I sprint in the fucking VR though. Yeah, you do. Ask Duke of Prunes and my other nemesis on there, Ware Lamb. Do you watch? Guy's name is Ware Lamb on there. He's my nemesis. I see on the, if I see up like Ware Lamb got a kill. I go okay, all right. Do Mark Ludwig? I go okay. These are some big names in this game. Let me ask you. Something. Oh, I'm sorry. Watch Jimmy. Do you watch Black Mirror? You know what, Jimmy? You know I'm like a positive guy, not a negative guy. Yeah. I tried to. I watched one, the Star Trek one. I loved it. The yeah. one when the guy, Jesse was, that was yeah. such a good one. That guy's a good actor, that guy. He's great. He was in The Irishman, too. And he was in Breaking Bad. He's good, that guy. Yes, he was. Uh, no wonder who else was in The uh, Irishman. Oh. Was that, what's the girl that was in The Sopranos? Um, yes, I know Catherine. who you mean. She was great. She, she was played on, Artie Bucco's wife. She was in The Bronx Tale also. Artie! Oh, she was drobing. She was great, though. She's. Uh, she was in a... These are mobsters, Artie! Yeah, she was in Sopranos. Yes, she yeah. was Buko's wife. Are you wife. friends with her? No? no, I said hello to her at the premiere. <laughs> okay. I don't know her. Um, she was on I your love buddy, her, though. She was on your buddy Anthony Cumia's show. What? You know why? Because Anthony has um, Vincent Curtolo. I think Curtolo is his name. Okay. He played Johnny Sack. Oh. What am I, a schmuck? Oh, Yelled yeah. at the end. Johnny Sack oh, yeah. was the best. Oh, what about Johnny Sack? He has, what, friends with him or something? Vin, uh, Anthony has, a, is it Vincent Curtolo? Or, uh, I think so. Great actor. Um and they just had Sopranos Con. So I interviewed Big Pussy. Uh, Vinny Pastore was on the radio yeah. show last week. He's great. But that's how you got Catherine on? I didn't get her on. Anthony did. Oh, but I met her at the premiere. Oh. I said hi to her at the premiere. If she's into MMA, you should get her on. I would here. love I was, you know, I, I was. It was a brief. I was on my way back to say hello to Bob and Marty. So I stopped and said hello to her. Reach out to her and get her on the show. She I don't like, know her. I said hi to her on my way back to say hi to Bob and Marty. Well, you know, she was in Bronx Tale and stuff. Leo was there. I didn't speak to him because I didn't see him. Oh. But I did say hello to Marty and Bob. Jimmy, I'm so proud of you. Did you see what I sent you the other day? It was a fucking, it was, no, I couldn't think of something funny. <laughs> I, know, I was going to say dog shit in a box. You were going to say something disgusting. Um, I sent you a clip of, uh, what did I send you? Oh, yes, the promo they're going to do. Yeah, because sometimes on, on, on uh, things pop up on my YouTube and I uh, like because it's I don't know and it was something related. Oh, this is to my lawyer. I didn't even send it. What an asshole I am. What is it? It's a dick nah, picture. It's my here. dick, dick pic. Eat no. this after you get you get his bills. <laughs> <Eat this. laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> uh, oh, here's Jimmy Norton. This is what I sent you. Look. 
It says, Jim gets... Martin Scorsese shout out on Jimmy Kimmel. Oh and yes, the, this is a clip from the Jim Norton and Sam Roberts show that I'm never invited on. We'd Just love kidding. to have. Her. I know, I know. I'm gonna. I'm yeah, Kimmel him. mentioned me to Scorsese because he was like, "And you got Rickles in there." Jim Norton played Don Rickles, and uh, they talked about it for a second. I was surprised they mentioned it. Um, I, I, dude, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, it's just very. Small. Did you have to wear like a fat suit? Or yeah, a little bit. I look like him, but not exactly like him. But again, I wish I would have had more time. I only had ten days to prepare. Oh. Um. But uh, I would love to have had three or four months. I would have fattened up. I would have put on 30 pounds for Jimmy is in the fucking Irishman, man. It's fucking huge. It's a very small part. It comes on Netflix two days from now. Oh, wow. It's the 27th. It's, uh, again, I'm in there for a minute, but I'm happy I made it. Uh, I have a fun scene with... uh, uh, Bob was in it, uh, Joe. Who's Bob? Uh, uh, De Niro and Pesci. Well, you call him Bob? Robert Never, De Niro? And Marty is Martin, of course. I mean, all of Bob's <sighs> friends do. What am I going to do at his Christmas party one year? Going, Hi, Robert. No, hey, Bob, yeah. how are you? Yeah? Yeah, when I went to his family's Christmas party, hey, Bob, give him a hug. You know all famous people and everything? Not a lot. Fucking, I'm trying to talk to him, and he introduces me to Chris, and it was nice, but I, I just wanted to talk to Bob. Walking, by the way. I saw uh, we were the, just talking. He goes, you know, Jim, he's a very funny comedian. Walking, eh. And so I realized in that moment I was speaking to the deer hunter. Yeah. Walking in De Niro. And I just went, ah. And I, I looked feel, at them like a fucking idiot that I am. I feel it'd be something like out of the breakfast club. Like if I seen you with them and I go to say hi to you and you like ignore me and stuff. Would you tell me a story about how you got burned with cigarettes? That like, fucking awful scene in the breakfast club. That was, that was so great. Oh, do I like Molly Ringwald. I want to kiss her feet. Jimmy? What about Ali Sheedy? Oh, yeah, the weird one was eating her hair. Oh, she eating bugs. Yeah. In the 80s, weird. Uh, she was making the lice come out of her hair. Next thing you know, Emilio Estevez is like, yeah, I want to fuck you. Yeah, and I pulled <laughs> I pulled a tape off a boy's hiney. Yeah, did you? Yeah, man. That, I'll tell you, that, that movie was... Uh, it was good. It was pretty good, bro. I don't think they, they could never do that now, Breakfast Club. No, I mean, because again, the bad guy, uh, what was him, Judd Nelson? Yeah. Wasn't quite bad. Are we getting Corey on the phone? Yeah. You get Corey. Let's see if you ever heard of the Breakfast Club. Jimmy, Jimmy, um, don't you forget about me. I'll be my. How's it going? That's a good song. That's it. Want me to keep going, Jimmy? Yeah. Jimmy, I don't know the other words, though. Hey, do we have uh, Corey on the phone? Yeah. How are you guys doing, man? Hey, buddy. Uh, you're talking to Jim and Matt. This is very responsible. They said you didn't want to do video because you're driving and you're being responsible. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, I could have done that, but I don't think it would have been the. Uh greatest FaceTime video for you guys to look at. I couldn't be any worse than looking at each other, honestly. Um, <laughs> Jimmy, that actually hurts. No, I mean, but you, for you, I have a better deal than you. I get to, to look at a former champion. You have to look at me over here. Um, so how are you, man? I mean, I, I saw you in Denver. By the way, is our podcast, I say our podcast, it's you and my pal Mitch Fatel. Uh, is the podcast up or no? Uh, no, not yet. We're going to start releasing them in January. Oh, you are. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, so a couple more months. Are you enjoying that? Yeah, man, it's fun. Uh, I like the idea because I'm not a huge uh, social guy anyway. So I like the idea of like sitting down with someone and then like cutting all the bullshit and just talking about important stuff. Like, yeah, that's been really fun for me. Uh, what do you enjoy discussing that you don't get to discuss that often? Uh, just things that are that go past like, hey, when's your next fight, blah, blah, blah. And man, like, to be honest, inter- interviewing the comedians has been super interesting, bro. Like, the the fact that you guys like just think about what people think about all day and like how to make that shit funny really makes for like 
really weird like outlooks on life and shit. It's crazy. You guys, the comedians are the most interesting in my opinion. I guess yeah. Who else have you guys talked to? Because I did it and I, I enjoyed it, but I, I know Mitch for over twenty years, so he's very easy to talk to. And what's the name of this podcast? Yeah, what is the name of it? Yeah, it's called Punchlines Podcast. We don't, we don't, we haven't released any of them or done too much advertising or anything because we're trying to get a little bit more in the can before. Sure. Uh, before we start releasing them, because I can't do too many of them when I'm training for a fight. But uh, yeah, it's called Punchlines Podcast. We interview comedians and fighters uh, and just kind of talk about life and stuff like that. And and who is the comedian you're doing it with? His name's Mitch Fatel. He had a couple of Comedy Central specials back in the 2000s. Um, so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I know. Yeah, a long we time. had we had Tom, we had Tom Papa on. Tom Papa was really awesome, and then we had uh, Greg Fitzsimmons last week. So and then Carlos Mencia a couple weeks ago. So yeah. How how was Carlos? Uh, I mean, I like all those guys. Did he talk about the controversy and the stuff, or uh, what did you guys get into with Carlos? He's an interesting guy. Uh, no, I, I could tell. Well, I can. I I didn't uh, want to be too pushy about sure. talking about that stuff, but. I mean, dude, as like a guy, he's a super likable guy, man. Like, uh, I mean, I, I I really enjoyed just sitting and talking with him. He's a he's a really cool guy to talk to. Yeah, it, it's weird though. That's got to be like the elephant in the room, though. Like, you're like, ah, so what else is new? I mean, well, you know that he's known for like taking those good jokes. And, and you know, I don't even know if he does it anymore. It's one of those things too. Where uh, it hurt him when when that happened, but he really is a nice dude. Like I've had him on the radio as well. And when you talk to Carlos, uh, you're like, "Fuck it, man!" Like I do like him as a guy, and he, and he's he's always cool when I see him. Yeah, man. Like yeah, like I said, I didn't really know what it would look like. You know, like the interview, I didn't know how he would kind of be because he gets that bad that bad stigma. But I mean, I I enjoyed him. You know, like uh, I I have really nothing bad to say about him as far as like him as a dude. Like he seems like a really cool guy. And it's weird with stuff like that because the guy is a funny guy. Like that movie. Um, yeah. What's the movie with Ben Stiller and he's on vacation with the fucking... something about Mary? No, Jimmy. Along yeah. came Polly. Nah, Jimmy. <laughs> Apocalypse Now. Cut the name shit, the Jimmy. You're right. fucking around. I'm sorry, Jimmy. You're not wrong. Jimmy, what is the name of it? We're That's on vacation. Gonna, they're on, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, he, National Lampoon's Vacation. <laughs> forget it. Okay, sorry. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't remember. he was in the movie. He's got a big mustache. Ah, fuck it. But anyway, how'd you get hooked up with this comedian? You, you're just friends with him? or you, How'd you meet this guy? Uh, yeah, so uh, a woman at the gym said that uh, he wanted to start a podcast with a fighter. Oh. Um, and I told him that I was a little bit interested. And then... Uh, and then we kind of like had a, had the first couple of them, and then I mean I, I really enjoy it. I I hate like planning shit outside of like anything because I don't get like a ton of free time as it is with like training and teaching and working and stuff. But uh, so I mean all of the planning shit kind of sucks. But everything past that, like the interviews, I, I I really really enjoy those. Those are fun. And I gotta ask you too because we love Frankie Edgar. We know him a long time, and he's coming um, down. Uh, and you're and you're fighting a guy like your cardio was really good. It's funny living up in Denver. You have to have pretty good cardio being there. Uh, how do you plan for a guy? And I don't mean your exact game plan, but a guy like Frankie who really does everything well. Yeah, I know, yeah. I mean, that's kind of everyone kind of has their X factor, and uh, you know, I have mine where I'm, I move my feet good. I have a little bit of like an awkward style, and then everyone kind of has their own little X factor, but. I would say that Frankie's are are that yeah he's really good he's really good everywhere he's probably seen everything that there is to see, uh, and but I think more than anything he's just like a very like tenacious fighter you know so like fighting someone who's that like 
uh, is going to fight you as, as well as he, as well as he can for the whole 15 minutes, regardless of, of, of what's happening, whether he's winning, losing, whatever, he fights the exact same. Uh, and there's a lot to be said about that type of fighter. They're, they're a really tough fighter to, to fight. And uh, the division is so interesting now. I mean, you've had guys like, uh, you know, Urias fighting again. Um, Jose is, uh, is, is coming in and Frankie. Uh, are you surprised that a couple of those guys are dropping down in weight uh, at this stage in their careers? Yeah, that seems weird to me. Uh, what seems even a little bit more weird to me is that, like, uh, the the guys at 145 are really good. But I, I mean, but I would say that the guys at 135 are just as equally as good, you know? So, like, it just seems it seems like something that, I, I mean, maybe it will help, but uh, I think the 135 division right now is just as tough as the 145 or so. Uh, I, I think that... I don't think it's going to play a huge role than having a little bit more weight on the guy, you know? I, I also wonder, too, if it's not even a lack of respect for the talent down there. I wonder if it's got something to do with, like, you know, Jose's been a featherweight for so long, and then you got Zabit uh, is, is looking very good. You have a lot of guys who might be ahead of you or jump the line uh, to get a shot at either Holloway or Volkanovski after the fight. So they might think that the novelty of them coming in, because uh, I think he's fighting uh, uh, Marais, is that correct? Uh, fighting Marlon yeah, Rice, yeah. Uh, yeah, who's the number one? So he's coming right in and he's fighting the number one guy under under Cejudo. So maybe there's something to that too, is that these guys are going to get great fights because they're coming into a different weight class as legends. I I think it could be that, and I also think that it could be now that you just said that is that I mean there's no really like number one contender at 135 where at 145 Max is kind of beaten like a lot of the guys that are. Uh, that I mean would be contenders or, or would be fighting for a contender spot. He's kind of already beat those guys. So I think that maybe them coming down and the division and the champ being like uh, a little bit less uh, whatever maybe makes for them thinking that like they can just jump into a number one contender spot and get a title shot right away. Has Cejudo said what he's going to do yet? Does anybody know what his next move is? I have no idea. <laughs> he says a lot. He's funny. Yeah, nobody knows if it's going to be yeah. Benavitez or if it's going to be. Uh, uh, I mean, again, Aljo. I think. Uh, but again, if you win, if you win this fight decisively, and he still hasn't decided, then what do you do? Do you fight with it? Was it Aljo against uh, Henry, or is it uh, uh, you? I mean, or do or do you and Aljo have to fight and see who gets Henry after he fights Benavitez? There's so many fucking. Well, there's also Jan versus Faber. You're talking there about. There is, yeah. Peter Jan's fighting. Uh, what what do you think? What do you think of that fight versus Peter Jan? The Faber versus, and Jan fight. Yes, I think it's very uh, interesting. I think, it, I think it's going to be a tough fight. Like uh, I would say that maybe on paper, uh, especially because we haven't seen much of Uriah lately. Um, on paper, I mean, you, you would probably think that Jan's going to win that fight but Faber also fights in that same kind of like experienced and type of like tenacious way where he doesn't really care how the fight is going he's always going to bring it every single round and uh, I, th I think that that's probably going to be something that Jan's going to have to deal with for the first time and that's going to be that's going to be tough for him. I was super impressed with uh, Uriah's fight with uh, Ricky Simone. Cause that, oh, my that, God, that, yeah. Like, that kid's no slouch. And I'm like, yo, yeah. to come back and fight that kid is, you know, I mean, I thought that's, oh, I was I was concerned because that kid is a beast. And uh, for Uriah to go in there and do that at his age and everything is, is quite impressive. Yeah, I thought that was a super impressive fight. I didn't think that Faber was going to win that one and. uh it surprised me, too. Or I figured if he, if he did win, it would be a decision. I mean, nobody thought he was going to go in there and put him away in the first round. Yeah, yeah. 
What do you think of uh, of, of Aldo and Marais? That's a very interesting fight. I mean, when Cejudo beat Marais, he showed you how good he really is. Uh, what, what do you think of uh, Aldo Marais? That's a really interesting fight. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's a tricky one. They both kind of fight with that kind of Brazilian style, where where they're like swinging to to knock your head off or to kick your leg off. Um, I, but I don't know, man. It's gonna be hard to tell how Jose is gonna or Jose is gonna do at. Uh, at 135, man, like I, I think that he'll make the weight and stuff. I don't think he's gonna miss, but I don't know how how that's gonna affect like that fight because that that's got to be a super tough weight cut for him. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how much trouble was he having a hard time getting down to 145, or was he comfortable? Did he feel light at that weight? Something tells me it's just that the competition is different, and I think as as guys sometimes uh, get a little older, they want a title shot again, or they want to be able to go in and, and have the top contenders and get the big money fights. Um, so, how do you feel about your uh, about your fight coming up? I mean, uh, again, you're fighting a legend. You're 12 and one. Uh, you're a very respected fighter. Um, so you have to be psyched that you get to fight a guy like Frankie Edgar, who I'm sure you probably never thought would 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 be across the cage from you. Yeah, I think it's crazy. Uh, just the idea, because, I mean, uh, I, I mean, I've been watching him for years, obviously, probably even uh, before I even started actually training uh, in, like, a consistent way where I thought that I could do anything with it. But, uh, I mean, it's, it's really weird for me to kind of, like, jump – jump up so fast and then already be in like talks of even fighting Frankie Edgar and stuff. It just seems like, like, man, that shit is just really weird to me. It's, it's cool, but it's very weird. Uh, well, you're on a, what, a six or seven fight winning streak. And again, you've only lost one fight. It was by decision. You've looked incredible. Um, so I definitely see and you're number three. So I see why he would absolutely want to, uh, want to fight you because you know if, if whichever one of you guys wins it makes a real statement uh, because if he beats you he beat the number three guy in the division who has looked fairly invincible and if you beat him you beat a legend um, you know who is still a, a great fighter so this whichever one of you guys wins it, it helps a lot yeah I, th- I think that that's what makes the fight really interesting too is um, it, it is that uh, I don't really see it as so much as like a opportunity to uh, like get a get, that's gonna get me closer to a title shot or 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 that it, to me it's like uh, this is just gonna be a really cool experience and I get I get to kind of test my style which I know is different and uh, and, and I really am interested to see what Frankie's gonna try to do in order to like counteract a lot of the things that I do with just my style being so differently so uh, I, that's what I'm most excited about is just to see like where what holes he finds in my game and what he's going to try to capitalize so I can get better in the long run. That's that's a cool part for me. And that's a good way to look at it too because if anything, it does raise your visibility a lot. Uh, and that's important when you want these big bigger fights, the next fight you want to be big. It does matter. I mean, you look at Mickey Gall who stepped up and fought CM Punk and, uh, you know, again, it, it really raised his profile and then people are like, wow, this guy's a great fighter. So they enjoy watching him after that. So I think it was a really smart fight for you to take. Yeah, thanks. All right, well, listen, man, good luck. You're fighting January the 25th in um, in Raleigh. Have you ever been to Raleigh? Uh, no, I hear it's kind of pretty, though. That's not a ringing endorsement, Corey. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of pretty. What is it? How, how is it? Is it's it okay. I think kind of pretty is as nice as I can be about Raleigh. I've heard it's kind of pretty. It's all right. Um, but listen, if we don't talk to you before, I mean, look, it's, you got another two months, so we may even see you before the fight. But if we okay. don't, good luck. Uh, you know, I really like you, and I really like Frankie, so it's hard watching two guys I like fight. Um, so I just hope it's a good fight either way. But uh, we'll talk to you either right before or right after the fight. Thanks, Corey. Yeah, okay, cool. 
All right, let me know yeah, when those podcasts coming out because I'll help you promote it. Yeah, cool, cool. Thanks, Jim. Uh, yeah, good talking to you again, Jim. And uh, yeah, have a good one, guys. All right, Corey, good talking to you, buddy. All right, later, fellas. Bye. Take care. I guess it's better talking to you than me. Well, yeah, of course. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. All right, Jim. Bye, and that other guy too. Thanks, Corey. I'm rooting for Frankie now. What a nice kid. Leave yeah, him alone. He's a nice I'm guy. only kidding. I can't stay mad at that kid. No, he's but, a great um, fighter too. He is a he's a dude. He's a he's and it's so funny, man, because he doesn't even look that vicious, but he's vicious. Yes, he is vicious. You know that's gonna be a great fight, and Frankie would be quite the feather in the cap. But uh, Frankie always finds a way of getting it done. If you know there's I mean? a hole, and Corey had a good point. He said, "I want to see what ga- holes he finds." Like Frankie again against a good fighter like Yair found what it would take, and he beat like Frankie is so fucking smart at finding something he can really capitalize on. Um, Head yeah. down, paint my nails, baby. How you living? I'm good as hell. All right, Jimmy. Listen, um, did I say that out loud? I was thinking of a song by no, by Lizzo. What you were saying was. December 12, 13, 14. Yes! I will be at Caroline's That's here in New York. My last gig, 212-757-4100. If you want to see me um, or go to my uh, website and get tickets. And uh, Jim, Matt, We're just about over time, Jimmy, yes, so sir. I don't want to get into a whole Mandalorian thing. But listen, you want to discuss the last episode? <laughs> How well, about this? What? Let's save oh, it for so the next good, one. Oh, it's so good, Jimmy. Jimmy. I'll get caught as up. As good as any of this, the fucking movies. This Mandalorian on Disney Plus... Oh boy, Jimmy! If you say let's save it for the next one. I'll get caught up All so right. we can properly discuss it. Okay, Jimmy. Um, SarahBJJ.com. Thank you. Uh, thanks, Corey, and thanks, Chase. <laughs> that was fun talking to both of these guys. Thank you, Jimmy, and uh, I will see you soon, buddy. Yes, sir. Bye, Jimmy. Bye, pal. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream is a total chocolate game changer. We start with unbelievably creamy dark chocolate ice cream. Then we add different chocolate treats, like chocolate cookies, chocolate cake, or chocolate brownies to make four decadent chocolate flavors. Because sometimes the thing that pairs best with chocolate (laughs) is more chocolate. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream. Extraordinary Dairy. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 